Well, I have uh, with me, I think you, you all know, Miranda Devine, who's written, who's written The Hard Drive from Hell, the best-selling book, exposing uh, in detail uh, all of the incriminating matter that was on the, on the hard drive from hell. But uh, Miranda wrote an excellent uh, analysis today of this whole situation with Frank James uh, on a broader basis. And I'd like her, if she wouldn't mind, to, um, to kind of just uh, summarize it for us. Thanks so much, Mayor Rudy Giuliani. Very nice to be on your show. Oh, always and- wonderful to have you, Miranda. Thank you. Um, now, look, I think what's really quite disturbing um, about the, the, the guy who's been arrested for this subway rampage is how overt his racism and hatred um, and sort of black nationalism, you could call it, or black supremacy was on social media. It wasn't as if he was hiding anything. Uh, he was openly boasting about wanting to commit violence or, um, and, uh, you know, wanting a race war. And um, he should have been on somebody's radar, I would have thought. And um, possibly the reason he wasn't was because the FBI, uh, back in um, 2016, uh, 2017, sorry, they uh, issued a report um, noting that there was this new form of domestic terrorism, which they described as black identity extremist ideology. And they attributed it to that massacre in the previous year in 2016 of five police officers by a black nationalist, a follower of Nation of Islam uh, guy in uh, Dallas. And so uh, that was during a Black Lives Matter protest. Right, that followed a Black Lives Matter protest where there was a lot of chanting about killing police. Yes, and you remember the... the, I remember it well. The despicable uh, slurs and attacks on police, and that continued, obviously, through the the summer of 2020 all over the country. Um, so so this is an ideology. They called it BIE, Black Identist Extremists. As soon as they came out with that report, their FBI was hit from all sides, the media, activists, you know, lawyers, saying it was racist and saying that there was no such thing as black identity extremism and, uh, you know, it's not a real threat, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so they abandoned it within a few months. They just stopped looking at it. And uh, we had uh, FBI Director Christopher Wray was there in front of Congress in 2019 uh, saying, no, no, no more of, of that, uh, you know, racist nonsense. No, what, what really is a problem is white supremacist violence. And so, uh, you know, you can only um, surmise that they took their eye off the ball because they were being politically correct because identity politics was influencing how law enforcement does its job. So they completely missed uh, this guy who should have been kind of obvious. It wasn't, you know, there were warning lights flashing all around him for several years. And um he, he, you know, you just wonder, the FBI has been running around looking for, you know, nooses in NASCAR garages that never exist. And they've been entrapping Trump supporters. We've had the biggest FBI operation ever to go after people who, you know, didn't even go inside the Capitol on January 6th. Um, so much effort being put into so-called white supremacy and the president on down. This is a, a new kind of, uh, I don't know, way of dividing and conquering the country that the Democrats have seized upon. But white supremacy is their way of demonizing Trump supporters. And they've completely ignored the law enforcement 
black supremacy, which of course, if you are going to to start playing in the rancid pool of identity politics, you are going to have both or all sides of identity right. Absolutely start right. asserting right. themselves. And if you and if you start looking at homicide and murder, yeah. and you start looking at well, how many people have the white supremacists murdered, and how many people have been murdered in the name of the things that this man is talking about? I mean, the, the difference is dramatic. I mean, I'm 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 having a hard time. I'm sure there were some, but I'm having a hard time thinking of a of last year a white supremacist murder. There must have been one. Well, I can't think of one either, but I can tell you that uh, just after the January 6th riot, when when Nancy Pelosi and co were all carrying on and pretending that somehow the Trump supporters who went to the Capitol were white supremacists that had nothing to do with race, mm-hmm. it was about the election. Uh, you know, whether you agree with what they did or not, I mean, obviously some of them broke the law and shouldn't have, but it had nothing to do with white supremacy. And yet a few months later, in April, uh, you had that, again, another black nationalist nation of Islam guy slammed his car deliberately into two Capitol police officers in front of the Capitol, killing one. Uh, and that that was just, that incident was memory hold. You don't hear about it. Everyone has forgotten <laughs> about it. Memory hold, right. It was covered yeah. up, right. Stuck down the memory hole, exactly. So no one was interested in that. And then what about the Waukesha Christmas parade? Same thing. Exactly and we have heard... If that was a white supremacist who drove his car into a parade of black people, that we would have heard no end of that. There would have been laws changed. Nancy Pelosi would be talking about it every day. Um, the president would be up ra- railing against it, changing laws. So, uh, no, it was a black black nationalist who uh, was filled with hatred of white people, and he plowed his car into the Wakisha Christmas parade last November. But we don't hear much about that. Um, how, how, do, how do you think the, those things would have been dealt with had, they, had, had you reversed it all? And it was a white supremacist who went into the crowd. I, I, would, I would think it would be international news for weeks and a demand for, uh, for major prosecution and investigations. And, and, and until, we, until we straighten that out, I don't, I don't think we straighten out the, the, the anger – and the division in this country until we straighten out and get back to sort of a, a, a an even, honest system of justice. Absolutely. And you just see the way that the rioters from uh, the 2020 uh, summer of riots, the Antifa, Black Lives Matter, um, you know, in, you could call them insurrectionists who were attacking government buildings and attacking police uh, and, you know, injured over a thousand police. They were let off with uh, kid glove treatment. Their charges were dropped. Nothing happened to them. And yet you have people locked up who were part of that January 6th riot who never committed violence. They're not charged with violent acts. So certainly there's been no insurrection charges against anybody. Uh, And you've had this, um, the biggest investigation the FBI's ever had to try and dredge up uh, charges against them. These people, some of them are still in jail. They've been kept in a DC jail. I don't know how they get away with that. Family and friends. How do they get away with it? I don't know. In, in America, where you're not supposed to incarcerate people with, I mean, look, look, we let people out on bail when they beat the living daylights out of people or rob them, or we even let yeah. them out sometimes when they shoot them. 
How can you keep people without bail for over a year who haven't even been charged with a criminal, I mean, a violent offence? They've committed no violence. Um, so I, I find it just terrifying and rancid, so corrosive to, uh, you know, Americans' faith in their system of justice that it is fair and that there is a one-tier system because there obviously isn't. There's obviously uh, one system of justice for one class of Americans and there's another system for a privileged class. Well, thank you very much for pointing this out to us. I mean, it's something that we got to keep saying if we're going to try to fix it and not let them. Uh, how did you describe that? Uh, uh, putting it under the rug. Memory po- hole. Memory, memory hole. hole. I got to remember that, Miranda. Memory, memory hole. hole. <laughs> but they're great at memory hole. <laughs> they are. They're thank so you. good. And they have the help of the media. How, how's the book doing? Oh, it's doing really well, thanks. Laptop from Hell. Yep, it's uh, had a had a second coming because Good. Uh, thanks to the New York Times, who yes. who uh, finally admit that what you uh, told us was true was true. Right. Well, you know they haven't cut, quite gotten to the whole thing yet. You got a lot more to go. <laughs> oh yeah, and you know they're trying to airbrush out anything to do with the president, right. but they're not right. going to get away with that for sure. Well, thank you very much, Marin, and great job as usual. Thanks so much, Smith. As usual. Bye. Well, we'll be back with the mayor's final words uh, very shortly, and maybe we'll grab a couple of calls along the way. The Rudy Giuliani Show.